If you believe the universe, then you will believe that back in January, when I signed up for a convention or a conference related to podcasting, it was meant to be. I had no idea that I would be losing my job in May and then launching a podcast two months later. That's insane. I feel like it's been the story of our lives that things have just perfectly worked out and we had no clue. All right. Well, if we're going to believe that, then we also need to believe that I may have already jinxed the convention before I've even gone to it. No good. A bad sign has already presented itself. Totally my fault. Living in gratitude, finding the positive in every experience, and helping other people do the same. You are now part of the movement. Welcome to the Upside Podcast with Callie and Jeff. Today is the last day for the weaponized hamster pre-sale. So if you're listening to this podcast on August 12th, August 12th is the last day at noon to order your pre-sale shirts. We're going to order a couple of extras, but if you want to guarantee that you get your size, go to weaponizedhamsters.com. No pee in hamster. Uh, and pre-order your shirt today. Now, what do we do when the shirt sales are gone? And we're not doing them anymore. Now, for the next 11 months and two weeks, I own the website, Web- Weaponized Hamster and WeaponizedHamsters.com. What do we do with it? Just well, it'll always hold a place in our hearts. So, you just, know, who knows where it's going to go from here? We just redirect it to the podcast. Yep. And if somebody says, hey, what, what's the best way for me to find your podcast? You're like, oh, weaponized. WeaponizedHamsters.com. Perfect. Uh, another order of business before we get into the show is a happy birthday to one of our very, very first uh, supporters of the podcast who messages us messages us <laughs> all the time on Instagram. Happy birthday, Taylor. I hope you have a really good day. It's her 25th birthday, right? Today yeah, is actually 25th birthday. All right. We're trying to cheer Callie up today. So, uh, so Taylor, if you have an extra birthday cupcake or something, send it over to us because Callie is feeling sad. I am sad. I have really bad post-vacation blues and it doesn't matter that I love my job. It doesn't matter that we didn't go anywhere. Anytime I have to get back to like, quote unquote, normal life, um, I get kind of sad. I, it, I've always been this way and it's kind of weird. I think that it's actually worse this time than it normally is because we didn't go anywhere. Not because you don't feel like you did anything over the vacation, but because there's something really neat about waking up in your own bed with no plans. No plans and kind of being able to like, you know, the world is my oyster. The world has been my oyster for the past week. So, yeah. So if we want to go to a Mexican restaurant on a Tuesday at three in the afternoon and drink margaritas, we could do that. A couple times during the week, Callie's like, I'm going to go take a a boxing class and just left the house and went and did a workout. We also went to dinner more than once at like 8 p.m. And because Callie, if you don't know this, Callie's job starts at four in the morning, which means her alarm goes off at 2.30 a.m. In the middle of the night. Truly in the middle of the night. So when we were out 
normally by 8 p.m. she's in bed. Yes, in bed. I took Ambien over an hour ago and I just don't really know. It's funny because I kept saying to Jeff, I would look outside before we were about to leave for dinner and say, is it about to rain? And Jeff said, Callie, uh, it's almost eight o'clock. This is what happens to normal people. It's just getting dark. Yeah. I also discovered that um, I have been missing out. Here's the biggest thing I've been missing out on by going to bed early is they play reruns of amazing 90s movies on Freeform TV basically all the time. What is Freeform TV? I don't know. It's a channel. I have no idea. How did you find it? I don't know. I just looked on the, on the guide thing and it would say things like can't hardly wait. Or, I mean, it was, it was my best nineties life. They're all the 90 chick movies. And it's important to point that out because with everyone that comes on, Callie says, can't hardly wait. Remember this movie? And I would respond with no for one. I'm a a boy. And two, I've never been a huge movie person. Oh yeah, that's right. So she, and then she gets almost offended and then challenges me. Like I'll say. It's offensive to the whole decade, to the nineties really. Have you seen Can't Hardly Wait? And I'll say no. And then she says, yes, you have Jennifer Love Hewitt. And I'm like, I uh, no, I'm not. But you love Jennifer Love Hewitt. I do, but I've party of five is where that began and ended, Mm. you know? And then what was the one where they killed the fisherman? Oh, I know what you did last summer. Yes. Mm-hmm. And then the, then the follow-up movie, which was. I'm, I still know what you did last summer. Right. Uh, I do remember those, but I, I just don't watch a ton of movies. And I just think it's funny how you try to argue with me about things in my own memory. No, I'm not arguing with you. It's just offensive to the whole decade that you've never seen Can't Hardly Wait because there's so many quotable lines in that movie. But you really do. Hate movies. Why do you hate movies? I think probably since we've been together, we've been together seven years now. Jeff and I have seen maybe five movies together at the theater. I don't hate movies. I just don't enjoy them the way some people do. Like, I don't mind them. But you get mad, too, like with TV shows, like that Friends show when they did that. That Friends show. No, the Friends episode where they had the table from Pottery Barn. Yeah. Right? You're like, you've seen that episode, right? Phoebe hates Pottery Barn. And I say no. And then you respond with, yes, you have. It's the one where Phoebe hates pot. She says, I hate Pottery Barn. And then everything's from Pottery Barn. And I'm like, no. But we have been catching up on our Jeff Dollar and 90s education. I will say Friends does make me laugh out loud every episode. It's so funny. It's like it's it. I forget how funny that show was. Mm-hmm. It is like it's still. It's I didn't lasting. even watch it when it was actually out. Not you, funny. I was too young. You've just watched it over and over and yes. over since yes. then. Mm-hmm. Who are you on Friends? Well, it's not a question of who are you. It's a question of who you think you are or who you want to be. So for me, Rachel, I love her. Well, that's every woman wants to be Rachel, right? I don't know. Maybe. I mean, I definitely did. I had Jennifer Aniston hair and be so bad. (laughs) She had the best hair ever. That well, she that was that was what she was famous for, right? Her hair. Wasn't there wasn't there a hairstyle called the the Jennifer? I don't know. Yeah, that swoopy thing. I don't think it was official, but I think people yeah, would be like, I you do to- know. You know the hair. The Jennifer hair. Ha ha. 
We did get a lot accomplished, though, being with Callie not having to get up super early in the morning this week on Team Upside, which is good. Oh, my gosh. We got so much accomplished on Team Upside. We added two people to the team this week, which is so cool. Are we talking right now about who they are? Have we officially added them? Yeah, they're both on board. Okay. And they're both okay with us talking about it. We don't have to identify them, but we can say what they're doing. Um, We're going to have, there's going to be a weekly newsletter and uh, like an email newsletter Mm -hmm. seems so old school, but we uh, like a weekly email that uh, just upside themed. So we have somebody who's going to be writing that. And it's going to be something that makes you feel good. Like things that make us smile or feel good or laugh or whatever um, we're going to put into one weekly email blast. So the idea is you keep it in your inbox. And then when you need a little upside or a little boost, then you pull it out. I don't know. Maybe you're having a bad day at work. I don't know. Maybe you're, I was going to say stuck in traffic, but you're not supposed to text and drive. You're not looking at your phone because that's against (laughs) the law. Don't get a ticket, please. But anytime you feel bummed out during the week. So we're going to have someone organizing that. She's amazing. Um, She's a freelance writer and copy editor. And she also works in news. She's awesome. And those of you who love to uh, send us feedback, and I'm not saying this in a negative way. I'm like, I truly do appreciate it, but who love to send us feedback about our show notes or like our bios online and stuff. Uh, yes. Um, we are hiring somebody to do writing for us because we know that we're not good at it. Yeah. Well, we're not professional level. Like we have some typos and yeah. Or, or what's it called? Change intense where you just go from like talking about yourself in the third person to the first person to the second. Yeah. It's just, we're moving very quickly here. Right. So there's a lot going on. So she's going to get us together with that. We'll introduce you to her probably next week. And then also we hired someone that we're super excited about who is going to be running the upside community page. Yeah, we're going to, the number one thing about the upside and the, the, all right. And aside (laughs) about this, um, the number one thing about the upside is the sense of community, right? Like we're Mm -hmm. all in this together. Uh, Somebody who listens to the podcast said that the reason she loves it is because she doesn't feel alone when she's hanging out with us, Mm -hmm. which is the thing because you truly are not alone. So whether you're dealing with with something, it's so sad, like the miscarriage that Callie has talked a, a lot about or anxiety that Callie and I both talk about or whatever it is, uh, leaping out, doing something on your own, whatever it is, you're not alone. So community is a is a huge part of, huge. of the podcast and the whole Upside brand. I keep saying the podcast, but... It's so much more than that. But yeah, the Upside in general and... The this- events, the merchandise, mm-hmm. the um, Upside umbrella, the Callie and Jeff umbrella is going to have all this community-oriented stuff under it. So we're going to be creating, and we may actually be ready to talk about this tomorrow. Hopefully tomorrow we'll be able to talk about it, but we're going to have an Upside Facebook community, and it's going to be moderated and um, kept up by this amazing woman that we know that we (laughs) freshly hired from a huge, massive, ridiculous band. Um, so we're kind of even shocked that she wants to work with us, but we're really excited that she does. And she is her on her email. I think her signature in her email says professional best friend. And she's going to do corral all of us together and get us to activate as a community and to lift each other up as a community. And it's going to be 
so awesome. Like, yeah, so she's going to blow it out of the water and you're going to get to know her on a super intimate level. Um, I just can't wait to introduce these people. We haven't asked them if we could talk about them yet, but I'm, I'm so excited. And what I was going to say is this, this conference that I'm going to next week, this week down in Florida, all about podcasting. I just went through the agenda, like mm-hmm. the different, it's, it's, it's one conference. And then there's a whole bunch of different panels in the conference. And there are more than a handful about the importance of community mm-hmm. in a podcast brand and how to build it and how to grow it and what to do with it once you have it and how you can use the community to make bigger communities a better place and all that. And I signed up for every single one of them. How do you do at conferences? Since you're not huge into people, are you excited or are you nervous? That's an unfair question. And and we'll talk more about my radio conference experiences tomorrow. Mm-hmm. because I believe, I know that a radio conference a million years ago changed my life and put me where I am right now. And, and so I enjoy conferences and conventions for that reason, because mm-hmm. I like the energy around everybody enthusiastic about one thing and knowing that people there their lives are going to change significantly for the better mm-hmm. because of what they learn and the people they meet at those gatherings. So, so you think it's going to change your life? From an energy point of view, I love that. Um, I do <laughs> I do better around strangers because I'm forced. Like if you were going with me, it would be more difficult for me to engage because I would have like someplace to retreat and hang out. I'd be like, oh, I'm going to go talk to her. So you're, but you're not going to, you know, retreat to your hotel room and hide no, out. No, I want to be in the middle of it. This, uh, the stuff that I read on the agenda is so, I'm so excited about, and I'm so excited about learning something new. And we, you know, the, 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 the fact that I lost my job and got forced into being a part of this podcast that was originally just going to be Callie's is has me almost feel, it sounds so dramatic, but feeling like reborn. Does it? Yes. I love that. That's so cool. And you were saying that last night about like the vibe or the energy that I had or something. Yeah. What I was saying to Jeff yesterday is there was, I have not seen this kind of energy in him in a really long time. And it's so nice. Cause for a while, I think when we met, you were kind of on coasting mode and then you were excited for a little bit with the star 94 thing, but then that kind of fizzled out. Like, I don't know. Um, so, and then you were a sh- ball of stress for basically two and a half years. So it's really cool to see you so excited about something. And I am really excited about who you're going to meet. Oh, yes. Uh, Apparently, uh, one of the panels that I signed up for or will be attending is with Ashley Flowers, who is the creator of Crime Junkies. Oh, I love her. And it's Callie is addicted to Crime Junkies, like even signed up for their premium fan club. I'm in their fan club. Yeah, I am. And I'm not ashamed. And but you get the extra episodes and all that stuff, right? Yeah, it's amazing. I mean, it, it truly is. I finished all they've had a podcast. They started, I think at the end of 
2017. So I listened to the end of 2017 podcasts, all of 2018 podcasts and 2019 podcasts. And that's one a week. And then I didn't have anything else to do. So then I joined their fan club so I could get all their additional content. But they're still releasing one every week, right? Yeah, but what do I do the rest of the days? So you could have just waited a week and gotten a new one. No, I can't do that. Uh, So she's going to be down there. So I'll try to get my picture taken with her for for Callie. I almost jinxed it, though, which, or maybe I did jinx it. I don't know. If you believe that the universe sets you up to do certain things, right? And you, Mm -hmm. you believe that there is a greater power lining you up for where you should be then tell me how to feel about this. Because I was employed at the radio station when I signed up for the convention, for the podcasting convention. Like I had no intention of doing it, but I just knew that that it was a big thing and that you had talked about doing it. And I was like, you know what? I'm going to take a couple vacation days and go do this. So it was, that part of it was meant to be. But last week I opened up my, phone to receive a notice that my flight was, I was ready to check in for my flight that was leaving in 24 hours. Oh my God. I booked my trip to Florida exactly one week off. When did you book it? Like, did you book it in January when you bought the, no, I booked it like last month. So I bought the, but you didn't show up at the airport you figured it out before. And then the upside is that Delta didn't even charge you an up, like a change fee. That's not an up. That's such a stretch of the upside. No, it's not. It's positive in the experience. You didn't show up at the airport. You didn't go to Orlando on the wrong week and you had to change something. What could have been a total pain wasn't a pain at all. And you were pleasantly impressed with Delta when you got off the phone. That was good. That's just good customer service. Can you imagine if I did that and went, got on the plane, went to Florida, went to the hotel like checked in and then went down to the ballroom. And I know what was there last week Mm -hmm. only because a guy who's going to the podcast convention was there last week with his wife, who was at a Tupperware convention. Oh my gosh. Would you have come home or would you just have stayed down there for a week? No, because it would have had to be two weeks. I would have had to stay down there all last week when I shouldn't have been there. And then for the conference all this week, I can't afford that. That's true. That's true. Yeah, no, I forgot about that. Like, what am I going to do? Go to Disney every day? And I definitely can't afford that. (laughs) Yeah, for sure we can't afford that. But yeah, thank you to Delta for the good customer service. I called and they just handled it. And she goes, nope, mistakes happen. Um, We'll charge you the difference in fare, which was like $40 or Mm -hmm. something. Wasn't that expensive because just Atlanta to Orlando. And I was so blown away by the great customer service that I was like, now you're, I was in the mall. So I'm like, are you, how much are you charging me? What's the change fee? And she's like, sir, we're not charging you anything. And you're normal people like me now. There was a point where Jeff was diamond medallion and he could call for anything and do anything. And now we live in fear of making the phone calls that we have to change something in our flight. Cause Jeff's not diamond medallion anymore. Yeah. We're like, okay, take a deep breath. 
okay, we have to change something. And this woman made it really easy. So I think, you know, you, I don't think it's a sign. It would have been a sign had you showed up and no one was there or it was the wrong date or whatever. But I think that the universe is protecting So it's not them. a jinx. It's no, not a, not a jinx not a, at all. Not a curse, nothing bad like that. No, not okay. a jinx. All right. I have been taking my happiness class, my Yale happiness course. Yeah, Callie's an Ivy Leaguer. I am an Ivy Leaguer, and I still want to buy a shirt. I think I got to do that next time, my Yale shirt. Will you be embarrassed to me if I start wearing <laughs> Yale gear? No, I want to put it on the back window of our, our car. My wife went to yeah. Yale. Like at Yale, we're a Yale family. I don't know, whatever it says. If you haven't listened to the episode yet, Yale offers a free happiness class on this website called Coursera. So you can Google it. If you Google free Yale happiness class, it pops up. It's the most popular class at Yale, right? Of all time, of all time. And Yale's been around for a hot minute. Um, so I started taking it. I should be on week two, but I'm only on week one. But they, they give you until... October something to finish all your coursework. So while you're out of town, my plan is to get some of the coursework done. And it's super, super interesting. What have you, like, what are the three things that you have learned thus far? Well, what they do is they give you goals. So first you take this little, sorry, I have to reference my notes here. She really does have a notebook. Like she's a true, I do have she's a not messing around with college. Like so she's, <laughs> She's got the, a true college notebook and everything. So week one, they give you, you have to take these happiness scores, right? And they're out of five, I think. So I scored a 3.58. So that's my starting because they measure every week. And then you can kind of see how your happiness improves in your life. So that was like pretty good. And then you take a greatest strengths test. And they come, they tell you to focus on for your top four and my tour four top strengths, which I don't think will surprise you at all, were love, gratitude, fairness, and honesty. Okay. Did any of those surprise you? No, not at all. <laughs> so what they tell you to do is it's a course where you build on what you learned last week. So they said, okay, take those for this week, take the four, your four strengths and actively uh, practice them every single day. So for love, it's like go on a date with your husband or put love into some sort of action in your community or engage with a coworker. And then gratitude, you're supposed to, you know, thank someone who's unrecognized. They have this list of all these things you can do. So every day you practice something in one of your top four strengths, and that's supposed to increase your happiness. So score. when are you taking your second test to see if you're higher than 3.58? I don't know. I don't what know if when you, you take it. What if you go down? What if you're the first person in the history of Yale to actually become oh more miserable as you become? And happier? I'm a host of a upside podcast. Yes. That would be really awkward. I just read um, two, ran, came across two studies that uh, one of them, super simple, uh, people who are happier sleep better, which it makes total sense. But if you have trouble sleeping, if you can like do this Yale course or somehow some other way force joy into your life. Like, you know, Callie and I, we, we promote gratitude, but however you can do it, you'll actually sleep better. Do you think you're a good sleeper? I'm fine. Why? Oh, I just didn't know if you thought that you were a I'm good sleeper or not. I'm, my sleep is definitely affected by stress. Mm -hmm. Like, cause my, I can't turn my brain off. He didn't sleep for the past two years, really <laughs> until he was fired. So yeah, not well anyways. Probably not, but I just can't turn my brain off. And then I get worried. It's a weird thing. Like when I'm lying in bed 
even if I keep like my phone next to my bed to write stuff in the notepad, or if I keep um, a note, a physical pen and paper uh-huh. near my bed to write stuff down because they tell you that you're not supposed to look at the blue light of your phone before mm-hmm. night or whatever. If if I do all of that, I get paranoid that I'm not going to remember. Like I'll think of something that in my head is life changing. Right. And then I'm afraid that I won't be able to remember it so vividly the next day. And it's probably all connected to like anxiety and stuff. But mm-hmm. then it just spins around up there and I'm like, ah, I can't sleep. So what's your second study? Uh, okay, hold on. I have to go get it. Talk amongst yourself. What are we supposed to talk about? I want to talk about how sad I am that Jeff is leaving to go to this podcast convention. Number one, I want to go. And number two, he's going to be gone for like what? Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, like four nights. And I am obsessed with my husband and I am going to miss him so much in four days. That is all. He is back. The absurdly simple thing that makes the happiest people in the world so happy. And it is. That's the headline of the article. Can I guess what it is? Yeah. It's one thing. Yeah. Gratitude. No, kind of. It's very close. Okay. It's called savoring and it's a version of gratitude. But next time something good happens, stop whatever you're doing, give it a second and appreciate that moment. Okay. It's really funny that you said that because on my Yale homework, one of the things under gratitude that I was supposed to do this week is take 10 minutes to savor a pleasant experience. Oh, savor. Yeah. Yeah. So I think the difference between gratitude and savoring, if, 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 if you're going by these studies or whatever, is gratitude is giving thanks or showing appreciation for something that exists in your life. Mm -hmm. But savoring is taking a second to be in the moment Mm -hmm. of whatever is good right now. Mm -hmm. And this article, it's super long. I'm not going to go into all the crazy details. It's super long in here, but um, you don't, when you, when you are scrolling through your phone, looking at Instagram while you're eating dinner with the TV out in the background, you're not able to savor Mm -hmm. any of those three things. We're really bad about that. Terrible. So if you put your phone down and just, and turn the TV off and just enjoy your meal and think, wow, this hamburger is really perfectly done. And these potato chips are great. And this bun is so fresh or whatever thought you have in your Mm -hmm. head, you are savoring that moment. And then when you're done with the food and you and you go into the living room and you turn the TV on and you're watching whatever, if you just focus on that, you are more appreciative of how funny or informative or educational or you know whatever You know who does that? Sanjay Gupta. Isn't he a big believer in that? Well, he, yes. But the way he does it is he told me years ago because he's, he, I did the tri- uh, triathlon with him as part of CNN's Fit Nation program. Right. And he told me, I asked him, I, I, like, just, I think while we were riding our bikes together or something, I was like, hey, how do you fit it all in? Because he's a neurosurgeon who who practices, who does surgery at Grady Hospital here in Atlanta. He does TV appearances for CNN and HLN. Mm-hmm. He does, you know, he's in really great shape. He does what speaking are they called? engagements? Speaking I think. engagements. But what's what are the things called? Like documentaries or like specials uh-huh. 
for CNN or HLN and stuff. So, so he's got all this stuff going on. And I asked him, like, how do you have time to do any one, to do it all and do it all well? And he said, I only do one thing at a time. So if he is in the CNN building to do something for the morning shows, mm -hmm. he's not, oh, let me look at this chart real quick from the hospital. Let me look right. at my schedule for whatever. He's like, okay, I'm about to to do this report on this and I'm just focused on that. He also doesn't, doesn't strike me as someone that is on his bike exercising and also checking emails. Right. Like when he's on that bike, he's focused on the ride, on his body, on everything around I'm him. On the right form, mm -hmm. on pushing himself harder than he did before, knowing how fast he has to go, whatever. And then when he gets off, then he'll, like, let's say he has to check his email, mm -hmm. right? So then he'll sit in his car and he will just check his work email or he will just That's have amazing. Yeah. That's, it takes a lot of discipline to do that. It sounds really, you know, even to savor the moments and stuff like that. Um, I have tried one little thing. I don't even know if you've noticed. I've tried to put my phone in my purse before I walk in the house. Oh, really? So I greet you without a phone. Oh, yeah. Oh, that's so sweet. I haven't noticed because usually I'm on the phone. <laughs> usually on Instagram or something. But I'll um I'll retweet this article uh, about the savoring because it really is. And it talks about how you can, you don't have to be savoring in the present moment. Mm -hmm. Like you can just, if you are having a bad day, just sit back and think about like a vacation or something you went on with your friends or family or a great meal that you had. Yeah. And don't do anything else. Just think of that moment. Perfect. Yeah. I love it. So um, if you don't follow Jeff on Twitter, that would be twitter.com slash Jeff Dollar. Jeff Dollar. And what's your new Twitter? Are you? I have a new Twitter account. It's not a new account, but I changed my name. Um, Jeff and I, when we got engaged, we grabbed all of the domains for my social media and forgot the passwords. And Twitter is the most impossible password recovery because I've also changed my email and I it's a mess. So I am now twitter.com slash it's Cali Dollar. But we own just... Cali dollar. Can't figure out how to log Twitter, in. Twitter, but we can't log into the it. The recovery email doesn't exist anymore. We're in a Twitter rabbit hole. So Cal, we do have Cali dollar. It just is inter internet oblivion. How many different email addresses do you think you've had in your lifetime? Six. Oh, you know exactly? Well, <laughs> okay. So I have, I had like my little kid. I, I don't go through email addresses. You don't either. No, that's why I was asking you because I feel like you have a lot. No, so I had my OG email, which was SoCalDreamy yep. at Yahoo.com. Yep. So that one's gone. Did you just burp? No, I hiccuped. Okay. I had um, Caroline Riggs, which is my real name. Yep. Then I had Callie Riggs. Yep. Then I had Caroline Dollar, and now I have Callie Dollar. So, and now I have CallieandJeff.com. So I have six. Why do you have Carol? But no. Oh, and my work email and my old job. So I've had eight email addresses. Right. In my life. That's but and but you don't keep track of where which accounts go with which. I actually do because my business email is at CaliDollar.com. Okay. And my personal email and the spam and the hey, sign up for our newsletter. Well, I shouldn't have said that because <laughs> please sign up for our newsletter. Because <laughs> we're gonna <laughs> launch a newsletter. Send it right to your junk address, kids. But I was talking about, you know, like Target and all that yeah. stuff. All, that goes to Caroline Dollar. So Okay. That's very confusing. I'm guessing how long have you had your email? The Gmail address? Yeah. Since the dawn of time. 
Okay. See? Yeah. But women are different, I think, because we go through like, you know, I got my first email um, address when I was like 16. And you've gotten married and. And I got married. All that stuff. Yeah. So, all right. Well, uh, quick reminder before we get out of here today, this is the last day uh, to get the weaponized hamster shirts. So weaponizedhamsters.com if you want the OG first piece of merchandise that did you just say first piece of merchandise first piece of mer- <laughs> if you want to get your hands on first piece of merchandise we've been known to sell <laughs> just 22 dollars and get come right to your door Pa-ching. that's me <laughs> spitting into a can but it's a weaponized hamster or weaponized hamsters.com thank you for listening to the upside podcast with callie and jeff please make sure you subscribed so you never miss an episode of the upside Tomorrow on the Upside Podcast, we are going to tackle something. We're going to start the process of tackling something that gets requested of us every single day. What's your Enneagram number? And we're not even entirely sure what an Enneagram is or what the Enneagram number is. I know it's a personality test. We've both taken it and we're not really sure why. I don't remember even really what my score was. So we're going to retake the test, but uh, we're going to start all of us together tomorrow, a little class called Enneagram 101. And we'll start at the very basics. We'll get the definition of what it is. And then Callie and I will be taking tests. That's tomorrow morning or whenever you listen to the show. (laughs) (laughs) I'm so used to saying morning on the upside.